on show. Get this party on the road. How fast can this ride go? Whoa, yeah. Celebrity guests from the East Coast to the West. Who knows who he has next? At Greg Carrasco, trending Twitter like a bomb. Tens of thousands on his lawn. He's even followed by your mom. Broadcasting live. Here is your warning. The topics are flowing every Saturday morning. Car talk like Sherlock. The guy knows wheels like a Dow stock. Movie talk on a boardwalk. Shoot facts like a tomahawk. So entertaining. Turn up the station. There's no more waiting. The show is beginning. It's too late to escape. Let's go. Here's your host. Greg Carrasco. Slackers. Good morning, Slackers. Slacker Nation congregates once again. The GTA is alive. It makes me so happy. Mondays or Tuesdays, I get the report of the number of people that were listening to the show, and and I'm like, what? Are you serious? How can a little independent station here in Mississauga pull greater audience numbers than two of the largest networks in Canada? I think there is a misunderstanding here. The misunderstanding is simple. People associate a bigger name with a bigger audience or what's worse, a bigger reach with a bigger audience. Just because a radio station reaches everywhere doesn't mean that people from everywhere are listening. I am so much happier that the, the density of the listenership has grown in ways that I have never expected. The numbers for the last couple of weeks are pretty simple, folks. We are reaching or we are getting to more people out of Saga 960 than out of my last two networks combined on Saturday morning. Wait, wait, what? What? What are you saying, Carrasco? Are you saying that uh, this little independent station in Saga is able to pull more listeners than some of the biggest corporations in the country. That's exactly what I'm telling you. So Slacker Nation is growing. It's growing aggressively. You guys are aggressive. I like you that way. I also want to send a big shout out to all the haters. I love you, haters. You know who you are. You tune in to listen to the Garasco show every Saturday morning, looking for reasons to send me gnarly emails and you crack me up. I love you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal thing to do. You make the world go around because for each and every one of those haters, there are tens of thousands of people that tune in every Saturday morning to listen to just a regular dude. An ESL, an immigrant. Yes, that's right. You know, one of those people just like you that landed in one of the best, what used to be one of the best places on the planet. Things are changing rapidly. But let's just keep it with the fact that it's one of the best places on the planet. And somehow, against all odds, we were able to step it up and make something out of ourselves. 
I love that. I love that. So usually the first hour of the show is dedicated to the car industry. And uh, I want to send a big shout out to my brethren, to my people, to my brothers and sisters driving to the car dealership this morning, wondering, wondering whether they're going to sell something today, whether they're going to put a deal together, whether they're going to be able to look after that customer that they have an appointment with. And there are many of you that are showing up to the office this morning without any appointments. And that's not a good thing. Shame on you. You know who you are. You did nothing during the week. You confirmed no appointments. So today you're leaving your income to chance. And as you all know, if you work in the car industry, the most unreliable place for you to draw your income from is the front door of a car dealership because you never know when the next customer is coming from. Today is March, Saturday the 12th. It's 8.05 in the morning and the lines are open. You have something on your mind. Whatever that is, even though we dedicate the entire show to you and this hour is to the car business, you can talk to me about whatever you want. Today is between you and I. This is three hours of unscripted stream of consciousness. Have you ever tried to fill in three hours worth of dead air with content? I like to think it's compelling sometimes, funny sometimes, controversial often. Have you ever tried to do that? <clears throat> Talk nonstop for three hours. It's an interesting thing to do. You get to go and dig deep in the darkest corners of your brain and try to come up with the things that make you click. I want to know what's on your mind this morning. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600. I challenge you today. I challenge you to challenge me. So I decided this morning that I was going to give a set of AirPods to the best phone call of the day. So today... When you call the show and you have something important, something interesting, something challenging, something insightful to say, I will give you, if you're the best caller of the day, a set of AirPods. Let us not forget, people, that this show is made possible by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. And just in case you haven't heard it, until the end of the month and while supplies last, at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity, we have no payments for up to six months when you finance a used vehicle from either one of my two stores. This is on approved credit, of course. If you don't pay your bills, don't expect to get this. When you don't pay your bills, banks don't like you. They don't like you very much. They're also not going to be willing to give you those like lower interest rates that you've been so spoiled getting. If you don't pay your bills, you don't qualify for regular interest rate, people. Come on, you know this. Especially when there are no cars around. And if you happen to be buying a car, 
you're going to get a far better chance of getting good service, of getting a car. If you are nice to your salesperson, be nice to the sales manager, be nice to the F&I manager. I can tell you, based on practical experience, most people are nothing more than just a mirror. You give them something nice to look at, they get happy. You give them something awful to look at, they're not so nice. So what do you want out of the world? You're going to get out of the world whatever you are putting in. If you're not a nice person, don't expect anything different. You see, a lot of people confuse the reaction that they have from their fellow citizens, from, from their family members, from their friends. And you confuse them with Jesus. He turned the other cheek. <laughs> I'm not Jesus. I'm not turning anything. Is it so difficult to be nice? Is it so difficult to contemplate the idea that you may be wrong? Is it so difficult to ask yourself, you know, maybe, maybe I'm the one with the problem and it's not the rest of the world? I don't know. So many questions we need to ask ourselves. And I can tell you this, folks. Like Professor Jordan Peterson always says, if you can't make your bed in the morning before you leave the house, you won't be able to change the world. What are you doing? You need to change yourself. And you know, this past couple of weeks, I look, I try to stay away from social media. I go and post stuff, but I try to stay away from just scrolling endlessly forever because that rabbit hole is endless. It's endless. And next thing you know, you wake up and it's an hour and a half later. This past couple of weeks, I keep seeing memes in which they showed train stations with thousands and thousands of people saying, oh, yeah, you know, you should stop complaining about the mass mandates and the high gas prices. That's the way people sound in my head when they're saying something that doesn't make sense. So I'll repeat this. Oh, you, you, you should not complain about mass mandates and uh, uh, high gas prices. We are lucky to be here. Oh, yeah? You see, the basis of unhappiness is comparison. <laughs> so when you compare yourself to something, there will always be someone that is better. There will always be somebody that is worse. But that's only when you compare yourself with unreachable or unrealistic standards. Why are we comparing Canada to the Ukraine? Why are we comparing Canada to China? Why are we comparing Canada to anyone or any other country aside from Canada itself? That's just a way to confirm your own biases. You see, if you're going to compare Canada to anything, I challenge you to do this, okay? And I've said this on the show so many different times. Position does not mean anything. Direction means everything. If you put a dot on the wall, is it high? Is it low? I don't know. Look at where you've been. Now you look at where you're at, and that direction between the past and the present will tell you the direction that you're going. So I challenge everyone this morning. 
as the show carries on and we set up this first hour that we're going to talk about the car business. As we set up the show this morning, I, I challenge you to ask yourself the following question. If you take Canada as the most beautiful country in the universe, and you look at where Canada was six, seven, eight, ten years ago, and you look at it today, are we better off today than we were ten years ago? Are we better off today than we were five years ago? And if the answer to that question is not an unequivocal yes, the country is better, then you must come to the sad realization that we are headed in a terrible, terrible direction, and it's up to us to change that. Folks, this is one of the last places in which we can have an honest conversation about whatever we want. And I can tell you this because I just came out of one of the two largest networks in the country. I couldn't talk about politics. I don't want to talk about politics as the main basis of the show. But if somebody asks me a question about the government, I, I, I want to feel free to talk to you about it. This isn't China. This isn't Canada. I mean, this isn't Chile. This isn't the Ukraine in which the opposition parties have been shut down. This is Canada. This is the GTA. We should be able to talk about things. Come on. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. That's the number to call for you to have a shoulder to bounce ideas off of. Nobody listens to you? No problem. Carrasco will do it. Carrasco is just a regular dude doing regular things, figuring things out, trying to not mess up, afraid. Every day I'm afraid. Ever since I came to the realization that there is no yesterday, there is no tomorrow, there is only right now, is that I'm terrified that if I don't make the best out of what, what I have right in front of me, I'm going to be missing out on life. That's a terrible and amazing thought. Folks, if you are listening to this voice, you're one of the lucky people that are listening to one of the last free places in Ontario, and I can even dare to say Canada for us to have an honest conversation about whatever we want. There are no conditions to this show. Yes, this is Canada's largest automotive radio show, and some people don't like to accept that, but it is. I've been on air for 13 years, folks, mostly about cars. I spent 30 years in the industry. So I can literally just take the lid off that pot. I can show you what's inside the soup. And the soup is not as bad as you may think. But I do this just so you don't get burned. You have something on your mind, call me. 289-275-9600. You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show and it's brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople. We are going to take a short break and on the other side of the break, I'm going to talk to you about the top 10 things that are new in the car business that will tell you that this is a different world. This is from a consumer and from an industry perspective. Folks, stay tuned. Call us, 289-275-9600. We'll be right back after this short break. 
No welfare supporters, more conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge, if coke was cooked without What's the up, guys, everybody? This is Randy Couture. And if I'm not beating people up, I'm listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. Give it a listen. Take care. My name is Sean Avery. I love getting under people's skin, but not as much as this guy. You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. Says she tired of little money, need a big boy. Pull up 20-inch blades like I'm Lil' Troy. Now it's everybody need a decoy. Shorty mixing up the vodka with the leak coin. We're back. G-Waggers? Who likes those things? They're ugly. Don't get one. They don't make sense. <laughs> we do so many things that don't make sense, people. Don't worry. I won't judge. I am a judgment-free zone. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the great Carrasco show here on Saga 960 AM. And believe it or not, you can listen to us live on the web. And the show is heard all across the country, folks. Saga 960 AMCA, you can listen to us live. Or if you don't want to listen to the commercials, because I do believe that we're going to be cutting the commercials out of the podcast. Yes, yes, Lex, yes, please, please, please. So we will be cutting out the commercials out of the podcast. You can subscribe to The Greg Carrasco Show on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We are And if you want to talk to me in person, uh, since I have no life, you can come and see me at Oakville Nissan, Oakville Infinity. I do have a sleeping bag. I, I sleep at the place often. So Oakville Nissan in Oakville Infinity is who makes this show possible. Um, yes, Nick, you want me to increase the volume of my microphone? There you go. You see, we're trying to come a little clearer today. We are, we are doing this on the fly. That's, that's the beauty of live radio. Now, although this show is about the car business this first hour, because today is just you and I, this is three hours worth of grievances. You can call me and talk about whatever you want. But if you're looking at buying a car, selling a car, leasing a car, getting a vehicle appraised, if you want to decide between two and you don't know which one is better for you, talk to me and I promise you that I were, I won't care about your feelings i will tell you what i would do what i would do if i were you with 30 years of experience the number to call is 289-275-9600 phone calls about cars will always take precedent but you can talk about anything you want so we have a phone call here uh, apparently thomas wants to talk to me about who is going to be the next prime minister of canada thomas you are talking to greg carrasco here on slacker nation how can i make your life better this morning yes i'd like to predict the next prime minister of canada it came to me by words of knowledge from the holy spirit a little bird came and it came and spoke in my ear okay that is the conservative MP Michael Chong. Oh boy, who who is this person? Where where does he uh, is he an MP right now? Where what is his writing? 
It's the... I believe Halton. Really? So Halton. Well, so Halton too. So yeah. who um uh who told you that this person was going to be the uh, the next prime minister? And Thomas, you know, it's, I'm serious, man. Who told you this? The Holy Spirit, and I'm not joking. Okay, so let me understand this. Um, so when, how often do you talk to uh, the Holy Spirit? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just curious. I talk to him every day, twice a day, three times a day, three hundred times a day. Oh wow, that's a lot. So do you sleep ever, or you are in constant contact with the Holy Spirit? Well, I refer to him. Often. Oh, it's a, it's a him. It's not, it's not a her. Are you yeah. sure that it's a him and not a her? What's that? Is it a is it a he? It's not a she. It's it's a he and a she. It's it's so it's a them. Not not, not physical. It's spiritual. I see. The Holy Spirit is a non-physical entity. I see. Well, listen, it I transcends uh, all things. Yeah. So, folks, we now know who the next Prime Minister of Canada is going to be. Thomas, thank you so much. Please. Uh, you know, send a big shout out to your to your friend. Uh, you know, thank you for uh, contributing to the political um, landscape of Canada and, and sharing with the audience here uh, on Slacker Nation on Saturday morning who the next prime minister is going to be. Thomas, thank you very much. I really appreciate for calling the show. Thank you. Uh, well, that was uh, that was uh, that was interesting. You know, we uh, we have isn't this sort of inside trading? Um, isn't that how it goes? So we can put money on this. That uh, that's going to be our next prime minister. Wow! Let me just have another drink. Uh, now, salute to everybody that is drinking whatever you're drinking in the morning. Like I said, this is a judgment-free zone, so you can drink whatever you want. Hold on a second. Yeah, I needed that after that phone call. Th Thomas, thank you so very much. The number to call is 289-275-9600. This is your show, and I will talk to you. Whatever is on your mind, you know, I'm here for you. So what I wanted to talk to you folks this morning, you know, before the uh, 9 o'clock hour, because I know that many of you are jumping into a sales meeting within the next few minutes, and about the top 10 things that are happening in the car industry that are not normal. Because what's happening today is, is simply not normal. It's not, a, uh, it's, it's, it's not traditional um, business at a car dealership these days. Whenever you have a lease that is not a Toyota, because Toyotas are a bit of an anomaly. You know, we all hate Toyotas for that reason. Not because of bad cars, it's because they defy, uh, they defy any logic. The same thing with Jeep Wranglers. I don't, I don't understand it. But anyways, whenever you have a lease and you have equity before the end of the lease, you know that there is something happening here. And uh, this has happened more and more often. And folks, let me tell you something. If, you, if right now you are leasing a Ford, if you are leasing an Audi, if you're leasing a BMW or a Mercedes, there is a very strong possibility that you cannot trade that vehicle anywhere else because when it, you, number one, leasing, the word leasing doesn't exist. You, when you're renting, one of those vehicles, when you're renting a, a Ford, Audi, Lexus, BMW, a Mercedes, when you're renting it, you cannot trade that vehicle to a third party. They're not allowing you to do so because there is such a shortage of vehicles out there that they won't let you. So some people could have 
thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equity and you are you want to downsize because you know gas prices have been politicized here and there's not a chance that they're going down anytime soon uh we will talk about that in the third hour um the manufacturer holds you in such a way that you are captive you are a prisoner of a rental agreement in which you are not allowed to make decisions that are best for you and that's something that i will stand against so long as i'm in the car business so now a lot of these car manufacturers are going to the customer saying you know we will make you an offer we will give you some equity but that equity is often not what the vehicle is actually bringing in the in the open market so this is something that we're doing at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are appraising vehicles for you at no charge. So at least you know what you're getting yourself into. You know, what if the, the dealership that you're dealing with is giving you $3,000 worth of equity and the vehicle has $10,000 worth of equity? Do not make a car buying decisions without coming to see me. And yes, that is self-servant. Of course, this show is brought to you by a car dealership. We will sell you vehicles, but... We know that we don't have everything for everyone. So you know, Nissan has, what, a 6 7% market share? So 93% of you are buying something else. <laughs> so if you are going to buy something else, at least don't get burned in the soup of a car dealership. Sometimes it's too hot. And I want you to have the tools for you not to get burned. So these are some of the signs that are happening right now when it comes to a different world in the car industry. First and foremost, there are no cars at the stores. There are some dealerships right now that will not have any cars for the next seven, eight, nine months to the point that their salespeople are quitting because they have nothing to sell. That has never happened before. You see, in the past, the car manufacturers had this idea that if you just loaded up the dealers with months and months and months worth of product on ground, you see, every time the manufacturers wholesales a vehicle to a dealership, they get full MSRP from the manufacturer. And whatever we sell them for, they don't care. <laughs> you know, if you're going to lose money in every car that you sell, that's your problem. But next thing you know, you had two, three, four, five, ten months worth of product supply on ground. That only helped them. It didn't help the dealers. We didn't have. We didn't want to have that many vehicles on ground because you got to remember, most dealerships don't have the money to buy the product up front. We have to finance it through the bank. And guess what happens when you finance things? You have to pay interest. And you see, most of you will complain if you have a 5% interest rate on your car loan on one car. Try having a 1,000 cars in inventory. You still have to pay the same interest. So we don't want that. Today, we don't have eight, nine, ten months worth of product on ground. We are lucky. We are lucky if we have 15 days worth of cars on ground. We're lucky. So signs that you're in a different world today. There are no cars or car dealerships. Nine, the market day supply. I know that a lot of these terms are esoteric, and I know they only apply to my industry, but it's important that you know this stuff when you go into a car dealership because this is going to make all the difference for you making a good or a bad decision. The market day supply on new cars right now is 20 days at best. 20 days at best. So if a car dealership sells 100 cars a month, they are lucky to have 60 vehicles on ground. So get... Guess what happens to your negotiating power? It's gone. It's no bueno. 
no bueno. <laughs> so when you go into a car dealership, negotiating that the price is not something that you need to worry about anymore. In fact, the only thing that you have to worry about is whether the vehicle exists or not, because you may be buying a vehicle that is coming down the pipeline and the pipeline is getting changed all the time. You put yourself in a waiting list and we don't even know if we're going to be able to fulfill that order. The dealership doesn't know this, so don't hold the dealerships accountable for this. Dealerships have no control over what comes down the pipeline. Number eight, the market day supply on used cars is less than 15 days. If a dealership sells 50 cars a month, they are lucky to have 25 vehicles on ground. So after 15 days, they will be out of cars. So guess what's, what's happening to the used car prices? Through the roof. And the roof is on fire. Why? Because we can't get these things. At Oakville Nissan, we used to sell 50, 60, 70 used cars a month. We're lucky if we can deliver 10 right now because we can't find used cars. The U.S. economy, as bad as it is under sleepy Biden administration, their dollar is still worth 30% more than ours. So giant U.S. conglomerates are coming down here to Canada's auctions and buying every used car and shipping it to the U.S. So we have no cars. And folks, if you think that you're going to be able to ride this wave and wait until the prices normalize, until the interest rates come back down, you are living in a pipe dream. That will not happen. My prediction is going to take at least three to four years for us to start seeing some sort of resemblance of normal business in the car industry. I think that this is the new normal and you need to make sure that don't wait because this is what's happening. Car prices have been steadily climbing for the last eight to nine months and they will continue to climb if you keep on waiting until they climb even higher, you will only end up paying more. The same thing is happening with the interest rate. The best time to buy anything, if you're going to use an interest rate, is right now. You're looking to buy a house? Buy it now. You're looking to buy a vehicle? Buy it now. Anything that you need to borrow money from the bank for you to acquire, is the time is right now because interest rates are going up. Number seven. We cannot find people to work at car dealerships these days. We can't. The government has made it so easy to stay home that we cannot find employees. I think that I echo a large number of dealerships across the province and across the country in which we cannot find people to come and work. And let's just face it, working at a car dealership is not a glamorous thing. It's not something that you go in and boast to your parents. Guess what, mom and dad? I work at a car dealership. I'm a car salesman. <laughs> it always cracks me up. You know, people, people use my profession, which I happen to be one of the best at in the entire country, as an insult. What do you know, you used car salesman? That's crazy. It's like, you know, what do you know, you lawyer? <laughs> what do you know, you doctor? All right, no problem. I don't know. I'm putting two kids through university. 
alimony payments, child support payments. Guess who finances this? The car industry. Over the last 30 years, I have seen some of the most amazing people that I've known in my entire life making a living within the communities working at a car dealership. Be nice. You don't have to be mean to people that work at a car dealership. I know that your parents and your grandparents had a bad experience once. Cut it out. Most people that work at car dealerships are just like you and I, trying to make ends meet, trying to pay the bills, dealing with the QEW and the 403 traffic in the morning, which is crazy. And living in Oakville is so expensive that only two people that work with me at the store can actually live in Oakville. It's crazy. Man. So we can't find people to work at the dealerships. Number six, prices are steadily going up and nobody cares. Somehow disposable income is disposable these days. And people are just coming in and buying things. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. What is it going to have to happen until we realize that we are in the middle of one of the strangest times that we have ever lived in our entire lifetimes? Like history books are going to talk about these times. 20 years from now, when you have kids, some of you anyways haven't been born yet. 20 years from now, when you're in history class, talking about what happened with this pandemic, that's between quotation marks. <laughs> because somehow the pandemic ends on March 21st. It's like all the germs. They got together and they said, you know, we're tired of giving humanity a tough time. So we are going to go on a sabbatical. We're taking a break. Masks don't work anymore, so we're just going to stop it. <laughs> uh, this is a divine comedy. Who wrote that? Dante? This is a divine comedy. And if you don't see the humor in all of this, you're missing the point of life. At some point, you need to inject some levity into your thinking in order for you to deal with how ridiculous the world is today. You know, I see people driving around with Ukraine flags all the time. Let's, I stand for Ukraine. Really? You really stand for Ukraine? If Canada called you upon to go and fight for them, would you go? When you couldn't even stand for your own rights for the last two years because you were afraid to breathe? Really? You stand for nothing. And those are not my words. That's my buddy Jason talking about it on Instagram. I love that guy. Cut it out. Folks, if you are just tuning in, you're one of the lucky ones. This is like, you know, like, what do you call that? CB radio, you know, the truckers have, you know, what is that called? Yeah, they, they, this is like one of those broadcasts that are, you know, in the, in, in, in the show, The Walking Dead, you know, they would broadcast through a little radio, you know, just for somebody to hear it. This is one of the last free holes a free conversation that we can talk about whatever we want. Saga 960 is a blessing that the GTA has, and we need to protect Saga 960 with everything we have. We need to make it grow because it's one of the last free places. This is the reason why I moved here. There are no mistakes in what I do. There are no accidents in what I do. This is intentional. The reason why I came here is very simple. 
You are listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. And even though we are Canada's largest automotive radio show, we are mostly not about cars except the first hour. We need to do it to the industry, for the industry, about the industry. So we help you. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. And we are the home of the no commission salespeople. You should not make an automotive decision before you come and see me. I will save you money. I will save you time. I will save you headaches. And that's a good thing. If you have something on your mind, call me. The lines are open. It's 8.40 in the morning. This beautiful Saturday, 289-275-9600 is the phone number to call. We are live to your home, to your car, to your phone. We're going to take a short break and we'll continue with the conversation. Let's take a short break, Lex. We'll be right back. I don't trust you, you are undercover I could probably make some steps to see each other Woo! Talking fillets with the trouble butter Fresh sheets and towels, man, she gotta love it Yeah, they all get what they desire from it What? Tell them, tell them we ain't hiding from it When I cross the street, it's the cars that have to look both ways <laughs> I'm Chuck Norris, and you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show Hi, everybody. This is Haley Wickenheiser, and you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. That's exactly what's happening right now. Folks, you are listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show that is mostly not about cars. We are coming to you live, and uh, if you're listening to my voice, you are alive. And that is awesome. Maybe. Not if you subscribe to Albert Camus that uh, believes that the moment you've chosen to be alive, it's because you have accepted the absurdity of life. I have. This is all absurd. So I'm going to try to make the best of it while I can. As hard as I can. I love it. You have something on your mind? You want to talk about cars? You want to buy a car, sell a car, lease a car, squash a car, decide on a car? You want to buy a car for your wife, your husband, your kids, your girlfriend, your boyfriend? The pool boy. I don't know. I don't judge. This is this is a judgment-free zone. Call me. 289-275-9600 is a phone number. And today we are going to give away a set of AirPods to the best call of the day. And so far, Thomas is winning <laughs> that set of AirPods. The Holy Spirit earned him a set of AirPods. I'll take it. It's okay. Thomas, we love you back, man. We love you back. Hopefully we can have your friend on air uh, within the next <laughs> within the next little while. So we were talking about the top 10 things that are making the car industry a little bit different this time than it has been ever since, you know, the last 30 years that I've been in the car industry. So for the first time ever, folks, we have something that we call 
closing ratios. You know, the number of people that walk into the dealership in relation to the number of people that buy cars. Historically, that is, is, is a one in four. It's 25% of the people that walk into a dealership will end up buying a vehicle. So that's a pretty good number for an average salesperson. Now, that number has been steadily climbing as we do more business digitally. But these days, folks, we are sitting close to 80% plus, like eight out of 10 people that walk into a car dealership are buying a vehicle. We've never seen this before. Like we've never needed salespeople less. And I know that's going to sound harsh, but most people already know what they want. So they just need someone to facilitate the process. It's very, very important that you understand this because you will not see this again. This is not going to get any higher. Next, number, this is number four. Low interest rates are disappearing. You see, folks, the car industry has spoiled the community into thinking that 0% is an actual thing. 0% does not exist. There is no such a thing. If you have an investment and you got 0% return, you would say, wait, what? Like, wait, what? Actually, you know, and this is actually pretty funny because um, if, um, if, you, if you happen to have money in your bank account right now, you are getting a minus 6% return on your money thanks to Comrade Trudeau that is, uh, leading, is the head of the People's Republic of Canada. So because of uh, Comrade Trudeau, we have almost a 6% inflation rate. So if you have ten dollars or $100,000 in the bank, you can now only purchase the same as $94,000. So you just lost 6% on your, <laughs> your savings account. So folks, you probably need to call Money Mike. Money Mike is the solution to your problems. It's just that everybody knows better, right? Oh, I know what I'm doing with my money. Sure. Number three, gas prices are not affecting buying patterns. I did an interview with probably the largest automotive magazine in North America yesterday and the day before yesterday, the automotive news. They call me. Somehow they think that my opinion is important. My kids don't think my opinion is important. So thank you, automotive news, for stroking my ego because in my own house, my kids don't listen to me. But anyways, what do I know? I'm just a car guy, right? I'm just a used car guy, right? What, what do I know? So they asked me, Greg, how is... Uh, the industry being affected by the high gas prices. And I said, it's not. <laughs> Nobody cares. What is affecting more the buying pattern is, is, is the availability to, of inventory. There has never been this amount of money sitting around in people's pockets. And this is terrifying because this is going to go away. And when you realize that you're paying $2 a liter in the country with the third largest oil reservoir on the planet... Then you're going to say, what? Wait, wait, what? What's happening here? Why, why are we here? But no, vehicle sales are not being affected by the gas prices because there is so much money laying around that people are not caring. They're complaining about it. But the people that are coming in to buy vehicles, and I'm not talking about the common folk, people that are buying vehicles right now, they don't care. The only thing they care about is that they need a new car and whatever is available, they're going to take. Luxury vehicles, SUVs have never been in higher demand than they are right now. Driving an SUV 
today has never been a greater status symbol than it is right now. You got to pay to play. Show me that you are rich without showing me that you are rich. Just pull up on an Escalade. <laughs> That's how you do it. If you see somebody driving around with a V10, step back, baby. That's a boss. That is a boss coming through. Number three, the supply chain issues are not going away, folks. You think that we're going to have more cars within the next couple of months? You think we're going to have more cars within the next two years? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nada. It's not good. It's no bueno again. The vehicle supply chain is not going to change because all this right now is part of a political, it's all been politicized. We have been put under stress intentionally, and I don't see this going away anytime soon, at least for the, for the next two, three, maybe even four years. And the number one thing that we have seen in our showrooms today and car dealerships is that in all the years that I have been working in the car industry, I have never, ever, ever seen less friction in our showrooms. I have never seen more happy customers than they are right now. They are so happy that they're getting a vehicle that there is no time to worry about anything else. You know, somebody said once that revolutions don't happen when you are starving. Because when you're starving, you need to look for food. <laughs> you don't care about anything else. Revolutions happen when you already have prosperity and you want more. Amazing how that happens. But our showrooms right now are filled with happy customers that are happy to get a vehicle. There is no negotiation. It's done. Salespeople now are concentrated in one thing to increase the customer experience. Dealerships are not choked with inventory levels that we couldn't sustain. It didn't make sense in the past. I never understood it. But now, all of a sudden, amidst these crazy times that we happen to be living in, the car industry is changing. It's becoming a good place to work at, and we can never find people to work in the car industry. We've been looking for techs, for salespeople, for F&I managers for years now. It's been two years, and we can't find people. What, are you too good to work at a car dealership? Is that what it is? Is that what it is? No, car dealerships is where family members work, folks. There is such a large portion of the entire Canadian economy. For what I understand, there is over 60,000 people that work in car dealerships in Ontario alone. What? Is that, is that an accurate number? I wish my buddy Todd Burgon from the TADA would call and, and corroborate my numbers. Because he, he knows the stuff I don't. You know, I just work at, at a car dealership. Those numbers I know, he knows the numbers nationally, provincially, globally. Next hour, folks, we are going to be talking about something that is affecting each and every one of you. Who is responsible for the high gas prices? I want to know what you think. I want to know what's on your mind. 289-275-9600 It's a phone number. Who is responsible for the high gas gas prices. Is it Trudeau? Sorry. Is it Comrade Trudeau? 
Is it sleepy Biden? Is it Miss Mr. Putin? <laughs> Who is it? What's happening here? What is it that we are not seeing? Because I can tell you this, this smells like rotten fish to me. I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm just a regular guy like you and I. No, I'm not an expert at anything other than just the car industry. The rest, I'm just like you trying to figure things out. And if you have an opinion on this, I want to hear from you. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. That is a very important number for you to save. Now, if for whatever reason you can't hear us clearly on your radio, it's about time that you turn your smartphone on or your computer. You can find us at Saga960AM.ca. I repeat, saga 960am.ca and you can listen to us live on your smartphone on your computer wherever you happen to be at across north america or you can go and subscribe to the podcast the greg carrasco show on itunes the greg carrasco show on spotify and on google podcast and you can reach all those things either at saga960am.ca or you can just go to greg carrasco dot com or dot ca greg carrasco dot com everybody knows me for that dot com you can listen to all this stuff without commercials without any interruptions but folks we are coming to you live from the last free standing radio station in the province of ontario perhaps even the country i'm so lucky to be part of the saga 960 am team and you should pick up the phone because the best call of the day is going to get a set of AirPods. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. And until the end of the month, we have no payments for up to 60 days on approved credit when you finance any one of our used cars at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. That is a good offer, folks. Don't waste it. You need to come and see me at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Let's go, Lex. Hey, what's up, sports fans? Forrest Griffin here, and I want you to check out the Greg Carrasso Show. Check him out. Greg and the gang, uh, yeah, enjoy. It is time for Greg Carrasco. Kick it. Whoa, it's the Greg Carrasco show. Get this party mm. on the road. How fast can this right go? Whoa, yeah. Celebrity guest from the East Coast to the West. Who knows who he has next? Greg Carrasco, trending Twitter like a bomb. Tens of thousands on his lawn, he's even followed by your mom. What? Broadcasting live, here is your warning. The topics are flowing every Saturday morning. Car talk like Sherlock, the guy knows wheels like a Dow stock. Movie talk on a boardwalk, shooting facts in a tomahawk. So entertaining, turn up the station. There's no more waiting, this show is beginning. It's too late to escape, let's go. Here's your host. Greg Carrasco. And we're back. 
If you're one of the lucky ones that um, are just tuning in, you are listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show that is mostly not about cars. Yeah, we will always give precedent to a car call. If you're buying a car, leasing a car, selling a car, you want an opinion on the car, you're trying to decide between a few, you want to know how much a vehicle is worth, you call me, 289-275-9600. 289-275-9600 is the number to call them. We're live. But if you want to talk about politics, you want to talk about vaccine mandates, you want to talk about beards, tattoos, relationships, you want to talk about motorcycles, you want to talk about jujitsu, you want to talk about coffee, you want to talk about ice cream. Mm. <laughs> you call me. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. And this show is for you, folks. Make no mistake about it. The last free place to exchange ideas. And the topic for this hour is very simple. Who do you think is responsible for the high gas prices? I don't know what the answer is. I, I honestly don't know. But I want to know what you think. How is it affecting you? Is it affecting the way that you look at your car now? Is it affecting the way that you look at the gas pumps now? How has it affected you? Is it affecting you? I don't know. Maybe you load it. Let's talk to David. David is on the line and he wants to talk to us about the gas prices and who he thinks someone is responsible to. David, you're talking to the Greg Carrasco show here. How can I make your life better this morning? Good morning, Greg. How are you? I am amazing, man. Thank you so much for calling the show. And what's on your mind this morning? Talk to me. Listen, uh, there's a bunch of things, but I'll make them quick. Uh, number one, how's Marcus? Marcus is beautiful, and right now he's quiet looking at me. You know, I bought a, I have an island here in my kitchen, and, uh, you know, sometimes I have people over my family and whatnot, and uh, I needed to get some um, some stools. So I bought some stools in, in the island, uh, for the island, and now this little guy has figured out a way that he can jump on the chair and jump on the island, and next thing I know, I find my watches on the carpet that he's been chewing on. That's great. So <laughs> I need to contain him whenever he's in the house, but he's wonderful. Thank you for asking, man. What's on your mind? So, so Greg, here's the thing. Supply and demand on the West, as in North America, we pretty much alienated a lot of the suppliers, Iran, Saudi, Venezuela, and now Russia. So really, at the end of the day, if gas or diesel or petroleum would go to four dollars tomorrow, guess what people are going to do? They're going to complain and they're going to pay four dollars. So, as for who's the cause of it, I would say us. I said because we never really got ahead of it. That's my opinion. You think so? You know, yeah, I really do because. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I think that, um, no, because, you know, you know I mean, hold, hold on a second, David. I think that, you know, he, here's, the, here's the problem. There is a political agenda. This the, the gas situation has been politicized to the point of, of, of it's ad nauseum. So, 
when you have politicized um, you know, ICE engines, and for those of you that don't know what ICE engines are, is internal combustion engines. When you have politicized the usage of an ICE engine, then there, there is a political gain, you know, to be had if you keep pushing for people moving away from, from oil-driven vehicles or diesel-driven vehicles. The reality is that they're pushing for this electrification of the car industry, which I think is insanity. Because I, a lot of people don't understand, David, the tremendous amount of money that is pumped into the tax revenue of the Canadian coffers by the energy industry. So I was doing a little bit of reading about this over the last few days because I wanted to be informed uh, for the show this morning. And um, every year, if, I'm, if, if my sources are correct, which they are the Canadian government, and we all know how accurate the Canadian government is. But anyways, that's a whole different conversation. And the, the energy industry pumps into the Canadian um, tax revenue coffers over $30 billion that we have no plan whatsoever to replace with anything else. I mean, yeah, you buy an electric car, and now what? Who is going to pay for all the social services? Who is going to pay for the free health care that, you know, there is no such a thing as free, but, you know, let's just say that we indulge the, the socialists of our country. Who's going to pay for all of this? So right now, we are pushing for an environmentalist agenda that doesn't make any sense at this point. Listen, I'm not disagreeing with the fact that we need to have a cleaner planet. But the way that we are doing is, is that we cannot tax our, our way into a, a cleaner planet. We, we have to do this through technology. And technology needs to be financed. And how do we finance it? We finance it with the resources that we have. And that is where the problem lies. What do you think about that, Dave? I agree 100%. And I'll tell you, um, I've done a lot of research myself. We're a good 30 years away. I'll tell you why. Because we've all experienced some hot summer days. Guys, if your air conditioner is out to a minimum, when everybody is plugging in their cars, like not just two people on the street or three people in a condo, our grid, the actual grid, the wires you see above ground and, and most of them underground, they're not equipped for it. So the smoke and mirrors is pretty much BS. If we're a good 30 years away, and now at the end of the day, the vehicles we're coming out with now are pretty efficient, like to the point where you can put your, your mouth around your sauce pipe. David, I could have done without the visual. <laughs> Thank you so much for the phone call, brother. I really you know, appreciate it. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't disagree with you on that one, but thank you so much for the phone call, David. I really appreciate it. Frank, I'm going to ask you one more thing. Yes, sir. One more thing, please. Okay. I, and I left this for the end because I, I know you don't like tin hat and conspiracy PS, whatever. But um, unidentified uh, aerial phenomena. The Chilean government and the Chilean Air Force uh -huh. has probably some of the most craziest footage. David, Let's David, is it's happening. It's happening, David. Keep talking. <laughs> the Chilean government has the most amazing, okay. the most amazing footage of what? Some of the best footage, right? Eh? Like, they're not straight from it. 
I need to I need to look at that man send it to me you know where to find me greg at gregcarrasco.com send me an email I'll look at it and we can I laugh about it you already got it <laughs> david thank you so much for the phone you know call you're, I, you're- uh, I think he's gone. David, thank you so much for the phone call. I really appreciate it. If you want to challenge what David has to say, call me. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. We are live. And what I want to know is that who is responsible for this crazy hype? Gas prices. This is going through the roof. So what I want to do for the next little while, uh, I'm going to do um, a PSA, a public service announcement. And how am I going to do this? I'm going to... Uh, I went to the uh, the government of Canada website uh, because that's this that seems to be this is so ironic you know for for a hundred years we haven't trusted governments and all of a sudden we trust them again during the pandemic we didn't trust them and now we trust them with the Ukraine situation we never trusted them before and now we trust them with the gas situation seriously seriously what's wrong with us what's happening with us somehow it became less fashionable you know, to disagree with the government because the government has done an amazing job at categorizing, at labeling people that disagrees with the regime as all sorts of crazy things. If you disagree with the regime, oh, you are a white nationalist. Like, settle down, man. I'm not white. (laughs) You're a misogynist. All right. Okay. I guess I don't like my daughter. (laughs) Neo-Nazis. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But somehow you can't disagree with the government anymore. It's not fashionable to be part of the right. And the only way that we're going to be able to change this, folks, if the right finally unites. You know, conservatives need to unite for once and for all and stop messing around. You know, the Conservative Party of Canada needs to come up with with a leader that is going to be able to lead the country into better times. Because uh, Comrade Trudeau has been just making it rain for everybody. (laughs) You know, he's spending your money, my kids' money, their kids' money, their kids' kids' money. (laughs) It's like, how are we going to pay? Who is going to pay for it? (laughs) Who is going to pay for it? And I can tell you, I see the writing on the wall. For all of you Canadians that have been sitting on all this equity on your car, on your house, that you've, you've ridden the wave of home equity, you watch how the government is going to tax your capital gains in your house. And then I'm going to laugh and cry at the same time. Because many of you don't understand the concept that A government is not a revenue-generating entity. A government is a revenue-redistributing entity. And before they do anything good with money, they need to take that money away from somebody. And Professor Milton Friedman always said this, that the moment that you commit yourself to do good with other people's money is the moment that you commit yourself to the use of force be- before you can't. Because be- before you do something good with that money, you need to take it away from somebody else. And if you think that you live in a free society, try not paying your taxes and see what happens to you. Do you think you're free? Try not paying your taxes and see what happens to you. 
What if you don't pay? You go to jail. The average Canadian has to work six to seven months to pay for the tax burden before they take any money home. Think about this for a second. Let's say that you managed to be one of those lucky ones that, that made it, that did well. And you have a marginal tax of 50%. That's great. So half of the money that you make goes to the government. So you are 50% into a fully communist state. Is that where it ends? Uh-uh. Because now every time you buy something, you have to pay 13% on HST. So now 63% of your money goes towards the government. So now you're 63% into living in a communist state. Is that where it ends? Uh-uh. You have property taxes. So how much is that? Another 3%? So you're 66% into the whole? People, we need to understand this, that there is no such a thing as free. And you may say, well, but you know, Canada is such a nice country and we do all those things. Have you tried to get an MRI lately? Have you tried to? Have you tried to get into the hospital and see if they see you? Have you? I had somebody that I know, it's a good friend of mine, that had the fear of having meningitis meningitis and he was at the hospital for nine hours unseen there was nobody there but guess what we have free health care no you either pay with your money or you pay with your time there is no such a thing as free and what's happening with gas right now we are missing the entire point folks if you want to disagree with me you're welcome to call me 289-275-9600 289-275-9600 is the number for you to call and i challenge you to challenge me you are listening to the great carrasco show here on saga 960 the last free place for us to have an honest conversation about what's going on out there i don't have the answers i don't know what i'm talking about i'm just a used car sales guy but I'm willing to have the conversation, and I hope that you are too. This show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no-commission salespeople. And until the end of the month, we have no payments for six months on approved credit when you finance any one of our used vehicles and in inventory. Don't miss the opportunity. This is an actual good offer. I can't offer very much these days because we have no cars. But that is a material benefit to your life. Let's take a short break, folks. We'll be right back. Darcy Tucker here, and if you're hearing the sound of my voice, it's too late to escape. You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. What's up, guys? This is Vito Belfer, and you are listening to one of the toughest guys on air, Greg Carrasco Show, man. Congratulations on your show. I wish you all the best. Toronto, stay safe out there. God bless you, man. This is Vito Belfer, the phenom. Ready to strike. Let's go. Put your loving hand out, baby. Cause I'm begging. 
You're just tuning in, you're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show here. We count as largest automotive radio show that we talk mostly not about cars. Uh, the show is coming to you live. Uh, if you have something on your mind, whatever it is, this is three hours worth of grievances. You can call us, 289-275-9600, 289-275-9600. And this morning's topic is directly related to something that affects your pocket. Who do you think is responsible for the high gas prices in Canada? Is it Comrade Trudeau? It's it sleepy Joe Biden. Or is it Mr. Putin? Who do you think it is? I want to know. How is the how are the gas prices affecting you? Do you even know how gas prices are broken down here in the province of Ontario? So as I was reading for the show this weekend, I, I visited the Canadian website, you know, Ontario.ca. What makes up the pump price? And again, if you disagree with me and you want to talk to me about this stuff, call me, 289-275-9600. So what makes up pump prices? Prices are made up of various components, it says. Shown here for the regular unleaded gasoline in Toronto and Thunder Bay in January 2022, the average pump price in Toronto was 145.8. It's amazing how much this is growing. <laughs> going up in the last few days and the average pump price in thunder bay was 150.9 note crude oil costs are estimated based on supply for western canada so i want to lay down some truth right here right now folks and many of you don't know what happens at the pump because we blame the oil companies we blame the gas station owners we blame the oil-producing countries. So what I want to share with you is something that is going to be an eye-opener. And I think that uh, it should give you a better understanding of what's going on at the pump. So here is a breakdown. You know, at the time when this was done in January, the average liter of gas here in Toronto and Thunder Bay was around $1.50. Now we all know how much higher that has gone. When I filled up my tank uh, this week, it was $220. $220. Wait, what? That's how much it costs to fill up a G-Wagon. <laughs> G-Wagon, G-Wagon. What was that song that we played earlier? You know, I think the Lex can find it. I think it's called Wow by Post Malone. <laughs> You got to pay to play. So they say. But look at this. The crude cost in Toronto. This is the crude cost. This is, this is the raw material. It's 62.9 cents a liter. And this is based on a $1.50 per liter gas price. 62.9. Then the wholesale margin. When the oil companies sell it to the gas stations. They will charge 26 cents. You with me? 26 cents. So you are still under 90 cents a liter. Then when it gets to those guys at the gas station that we vilify because they are the worst, right? Those are the guys that are raising the prices. Those are the ones that are scamming society. No, they're not. People that own gas stations, 
are just like you and I. The problem is that they've reached the point of saturation. There's a gas station in every silly corner of the GTA. It's so difficult for them to make money right now. And the retail margin that most gas station owners make is only 6.6 cents per liter. I want you to think about this. The crude cost is 62.9. The wholesale margin that goes to the oil companies is 26 cents a liter. In Thunder Bay, is 30.6. So let's not even go to Thunder Bay yet. And the retail margin here in Toronto is 6.6 cents a liter. So every time you buy a liter of gas at the pump, the gas station owner earns 6.6 cents. And you're going to say, well, oh yeah, well, they sell millions of liters. Yeah. Multiply millions of liters times (laughs) 6.6 cents. It's not difficult to do the math. And then we get into the meaty things. Then we get into the juice. Then we get into the part that nobody really wants to talk about. We have the federal excise tax. 10 cents a liter, which right there and then, is more money than the people that are selling you the gas is. 10 cents a liter for the federal excise tax. And then we have the brilliant think tank, Mr. Comrade Trudeau, that is sending Canada into the abyss. And we have the federal carbon tax, 8.8 cents a liter. That's more money than the gas station owners make. Next. We have the Ontario tax on your gas, which is 14.7 cents a liter. So 10 cents a liter for the federal excise tax, 8.8 cents a liter, the federal carbon tax, 14.7 cents a liter, the Ontario tax. Is that it? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Then we have the HST. And on gas, it's not 13%. In Toronto, it's 16.8 cents a liter. So half a dollar of every single liter that you are buying at the gas pump, guess what? It's going to the government. And you're going to say, well, we got to pay the taxes. You know, we got a country to run. Okay, I get that. But guess what? The bigger the government, the more taxes we need. The bigger the spend, the more tax you'll be. Where does it end? Where does it end? And if you really want to go down that rabbit hole, so I ask the the following question. How do you think that we are going to replace the tax revenue that comes out of the energy industry if we electrify the entire vehicle or mobilization fleet in the country? If every vehicle sold in Canada right now was an electric vehicle, the country would break. It would literally break. We don't have enough energy to do so. We would have to buy electricity from somewhere else. Also, we would most likely have to stop free healthcare because there is no tax revenue. We could not work on the infrastructure of the roads because now we have no money to pave your roads. We would have no salters and plows because we have no money. I'm not justifying the high prices. 
But I can tell you that's exactly what is going to happen if something is not done with the oil industry in Canada. Canada right now is a victim of one of the biggest mismanagement of resources that I have ever seen in my lifetime. I want to talk to Mary. Mary is on the line. And folks, if you if you disagree with me and you want to argue with me or you or you want to agree with me, call me 289-275-9600. I want to know who you think is responsible for the high gas prices or are you okay with this? Mary, you're talking to Greg Carrasco here on Saga 960. How can I make your life better this morning? Um, hi. Hi, Mary. Well, um, I just wanted to say that um, I enjoy listening to you. It's the first day that I have listened to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're one of the best stations on the air. Well, thank you. Um, I'm a young senior, so... But with regards to Canada... Canadians have become too complacent. Amen to um, that. I'm very... Yes. And <laughs> I have friends that tell me, Ruth Mary, why don't you run for politics? You're so logical on that. I said, I most likely will be kicked out of the party. Because... And another thing is, too, no MPs will talk to you. I have been phoning up someone because the one that I have never talks to you and he's about as useless as my wall i've been trying to get a hold of him now i don't get callbacks from my mp or my mpp and i never have that's the problem too we don't have any more politic sorry we don't have any more political meetings in person mm-hmm. now the covid's on or whatever we should have meetings and not have them on Zoom or whatever. I agree with you. The tax of gas, I've never seen it. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you know, people are in a dream. I can't understand why Premier Ford could not put it down. And I think a lot of people should phone up or pick it in front of their MPP's office. You can do that on the sidewalk. Just be cost. Don't say anything nasty. Just have a sign. And the same with your MP. Well, you know, you know, Mary, I, I think that uh, you, you hit in the nail right on the head. Look, I mean, in the history of Canada. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, we, in the history of Canada, I mean, you, I, I presume that you were born and raised here, right? Well, I'm second generation um, Irish. Uh-huh. I'm no Irish. I'm seventh generation and second generation in the, um, from uh, in, over in Europe. So, but you were born here. So, yes, I, yes. So, you know, for the first time in, in Canadian history, Mary, we are led by a prime minister that has been in front of the ethics committee four times. And somehow we <laughs> still put up with the nonsense. It, uh, look, I'm, I'm going to make a confession here on air. And uh, it's, it's a terrible confession that I'm going to make uh, because it, it needs to be done for if, if I had to guess, because I don't know exactly how long, I, I was a contributing member of the Liberal Party of Canada. I was. I paid my yearly dues. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I was so naive um, about the, the future of the government because from a social standpoint, I'm a pretty liberal person. 
you know, marry who you yeah. want, sleep with who you want, your body is your choice, and yeah. all those other things. Now, when it comes to money, it's a different mm-hmm. story. But I have always been a pretty liberal person. But Justin Trudeau is the reason why I left the left. And so long as I breathe, I will make sure that no other liberal party ever gets elected in the Canadian jurisdiction. Why? Because these people have turned me off so much against the Liberal Party of Canada mm-hmm. that I cannot stand here quiet. And, uh, you know, for some reason, you know, we have someone that has never accomplished anything significant in his life. You know, think about the level of arrogance, uh, Mary. Think of the level of narcissism that you can be a 40-something-year-old man that has never accomplished anything in your entire life and say, you know, uh, I think I can be the leader of the country. (laughs) It's like, What? What? Well, I'll be your, your uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, I, I agree with everything you're saying. With regards to the liberals, they're done with me, too. I, I feel exactly the same way. Um, I, I And I'll tell you something else, and maybe this will go over the air. Maybe a lot of people are listening, I hope. I am a young senior. I live on $1,700 a month. I work back when there was no pensions or anything like that because uh, the companies. Whatever. Mm-hmm. There are good companies and I work for them. But we have not had an increase for I don't know how many years. It must be 10, 15 years. They don't give us any more money. And I say to them, what do you want us to do, starve? That's, uh... I've got people out there that need help. So, you know, maybe some people could start saying things. The seniors need more money. We don't need more places like the uh, centers where you can go to and play cards and everything. They're fine, but mm-hmm. we don't need any more of those. We need to have a look. We're just asking maybe more for about $400 more a month. Well, look at it this but way. Nobody... Look at it this way, Mary. Uh, you're getting $1,700 a month, and the gas prices have doubled. I mean, the effect that this has on seniors is insane. You know, we we somehow are so willing to give money away to other countries and we are not looking after our own. You know, charity begins at home. You know, our seniors, our vets are not being taken care of. And, you know, and what happened in Ottawa a few weeks back, it told me exactly what I needed to hear. The Canadian government does not care about the common folk. Mary, thank you so much for calling the Carrasco Show. We love you here, and I hope well, that everything is okay again, with you. Well, I'll and um, you're very you're enthusiastic. And, uh, and Charlene, I believe the lady in the morning, I listened to her. Uh, she used to be on CTV. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Mary. I really appreciate I, you calling I, the yes, show. I'll, I'll, I'll be listening every uh, Saturday now. Thank you, Mary. That's awesome. Thank you. I love the seniors listen to me. You know, we specialize at the store looking after seniors because, you know, I don't know, it's a North American thing. We don't care about all the people. <laughs> that doesn't happen in other parts of the world. You know, when you folks get old, guess what? You don't shove them in a senior's home. You open your <laughs> you open your your spare room. You open the guest room and you put your parents there. They they wiped your butt when you were growing up, and now what? You want to shove them in a senior's home because they don't remember your name? What's wrong with you? You know, the fact that you're willing to pay five, six, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month so you don't have to deal with your aging parents is a terrible thing. I love seniors. So much wisdom there. We don't listen to them. You know, 
that's the story of life, you know, the cycle of life. Youth is wasted in the young. We don't listen to our seniors. We don't listen to our parents. We need to figure out on our own. And so it goes. Meanwhile, there is nobody more invested in your happiness than your parents. It's nuts. Anyways, folks, you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show that is a free-for-all on this fine Saturday morning. Three hours for you to talk about whatever you want. What's on your mind? 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600. This is a judgment-free zone. I want to talk to you about whatever is on your mind. We're talking about gas prices and how this is affecting you. Is it affecting you? The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan in Oakville Infinity. And until the end of the month, you don't have to make a payment for up to six months on approved credit when you finance any used vehicle that we have in inventory. This is an exceptional offer for folks that will not. Well, it may repeat itself, but as of, as of right now, it will end at the end of the month. Take advantage of it, because even then, after that, guess what? Prices are going up. Interest rates are going up. And Mike, stay on the line. You are next on the Carrasco Show. Let's take a short break, Lex. We'll be right back. After all, don't put the blame on me. Don't put your blame on me. Hi guys, this is Roberto Alomar, and you are listening to the one and only The Greg Carrasco Show. My dad told me Saturday mornings used to be for watching cartoons, and now we have to listen to this guy? My name's Lily, and you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show! This girl at the club Let me tell you about her She's a queen That lives like a king Tócame Dale Even the unvaccinated, we can't jail them in their own country, people. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> Be nice. What's wrong with us being nice? 289-275-9600. Call me. I want to know what's on your mind. And I'm going to talk to Mike. Mike wants to tell me the state of the Canadian government. Oh, he left? Oh, Mike. I was looking forward to talking to you. You're messing with my feelings. Before the break, we were talking about the breakdown of the gas prices. The crude cost was 63 cents a liter. Wholesale margins are 26 cents. The retail margin was 6.6. 
And then we get the government dipping the little fingers into the cookie jar. <laughs> the government has the funny way of doing that when you live in a socialist society. If you haven't realized, folks, we're getting pretty close to being in a scary place. You know, one of my biggest beefs with the Canadian political parties is that they're not honest with themselves. You know, why doesn't the NDP just call itself the Communist Party of Canada? Like, why don't they just do it? Like, we all know what they stand for. Like, you're not, you know, you're placating us. You are playing, you're playing a marketing tactic. Okay, so if the NDP calls itself the Communist Party, at least I know what I'm dealing with. I think it was DMX. He had a really funny, you know, bit on Instagram. He says, you know, it's okay to deal with snakes. So long as you know that you're dealing with a snake. You know, if you have a, a snake pet, you know that if you stick your hand in there, you're going to get bitten. You can still admire it from afar. You can still have it as a pet. But you need to know that you're dealing with a snake. So if the NDP were to just rename itself what it is, because it truly is what it is, it's the Communist Party of Canada, then the Liberal Party of Canada can rename itself because they're not liberals anymore. This, we, we should call them the Socialist Party of Canada. And the Conservative Party of Canada should rename itself as the New Liberal Party of Canada <laughs> because it seems like the political spectrum in Canada is sliding aggressively on a slippery slope towards the left. And guess what? They are creating a vacuum in the center. And the Conservative Party is just sliding right into the spot. If the Liberal Party of Canada is the center, we are in trouble. And if a used car sales guy, <laughs> as I am insulted regularly <laughs> with, and if a used car sales guy is the voice of reason when it comes to this, then we're really in trouble. <laughs> You're listening to me right now. Especially the haters. Especially the haters that send me emails. You guys are awesome. You're addicted to me. You're addicted to what I'm saying. <laughs> you know who you are. They blow up my emails with all sorts of hate. Meanwhile, they are the ones that are addicted to the show. But you see, when the political spectrum in Canada is sliding so aggressively towards the left, we cannot be surprised when the government keeps taking more and more and more from the middle class. Because that's what there is more of, especially in Canada. And you talk about income disparity. Oh, stop it. Just Stop it. You know, the 1% of Canada and billionaires are only uh, the equivalent amount of wealth on everybody else in Canada. Yeah, so? I'd rather live in a society in which a billionaire is possible than one that will play whack-a-mole. What, what's the name of that game, Nick? What, what is, is it called whack-a-mole or something? You know, when you hit something whenever they stick up? I'm not sure. Oh, come on. You're not too young to know this. <laughs> you know, there is a game that whenever somebody, you know, I'm not... I'm not from here, so I'm, I'm not um, I'm not familiar with the uh, um, with the pop culture of whack-a-mole. I think it's called yeah, whack-a-mole. It's where you play at the uh, the fair. Whenever somebody sticks up and does better than everybody else, we just hit him down. We just make him right back down to what everybody else was. I'd rather live in a society in which somebody can make it, in which there is class mobility, 
that you can move into a country, have nothing, live on the streets, you know, rent a basement room that smells like urine, and then next thing you know, you're living in Oakville. <laughs> what? That's amazing. I love that. Why do we want to throw it out? Why do we want to change it? So now, the only way that we can guarantee that this sort of situation does not repeat itself is by the right uniting itself and the need to be able to provide us with credible leaders, not wishy-washy center-left people that are just leading the country by the polls, which is what we have had for the last few years. And that's why someone as incompetent as Comrade Trudeau can stay in power for this long. You know, back in the day, man, when people had to go to war, they had to fight it. They had to go there. You, you, you were hardened by battle. Now, you get a bunch of truckers in Ottawa and you hide in a bunker. What's wrong with, what's wrong with us? <laughs> what's wrong with us? <laughs> That's amazing. We are changing. We are changing. And if we don't take responsibility for what we're doing, we are only responsible for our futures. Let's talk to Dave. Dave wants to talk about gas prices. Dave, you're talking to Garasco. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Greg. Good morning. Good morning, Greg. Uh, I'm a truck driver. I'm coming in from Indiana. I stream you live, and it sounds very good today. That's awesome. You know, we changed. Um, Hold on a second, Dave. You know, I, I want to send a big shout out to Jody, yeah. which is the owner of the radio station. She brought me all her equipment here. And uh, because of that, I am able to sound so much better than uh, we have sounded for the last three weeks. Jody, thank you. You're awesome. Dave, the platform is yours. Talk to me. What's on your mind? Well, it cost me $1,500 to fill up my transport truck now. Jesus. And now everybody, you know, they, they gasp at that. But understand that it really doesn't cost me because all of that gets charged back to the consumer. So when you see the diesel prices going high, that's a good in indica indication of inflation. And everybody is going to feel that. I don't really feel it. We're all being surcharged. Yeah. So uh, it's a terrible thing. And, you know, we asked, like, why, what, you know, why can't they bring down the prices and stuff? You got to remember, our government hates the oil industry. They do. They don't care that the prices, they do. And they don't care that the prices are going up. They absolutely love it because the revenues that are coming in. And I worked in the, uh, out in Fort McMurray for a couple of years there. Mm -hmm. And when everything was bustling and everybody's happy and they're making six-figure incomes and it was wonderful and it's nothing but shameful what's happened to Alberta and how the government's treated the oil industry it's our lifeline and if we think that we're going to get onto this green dream thing and it's going to change everything in the next few years it's a dream that it's just not going to happen Dave not going to happen first and foremost I want to say that my deepest respects go to you a trucker and every single trucker in Canada, the Carrasco Show respects you. We see you. We understand that a little while ago, you guys were able to change the world. And, you know, history books are going to be talking about what happened here in Canada that we didn't hear about. 
You know, I really appreciate that you're streaming the show live, man. It, you know, it warms my heart that people like you, regular Canadians, are listening to the Carrasco show. And where are you at right now? Because I presume you were, you're driving, right? Yeah, I came out of Indiana. I'm back in Ontario now, across the border. Yeah. That's awesome. How long have you been listening to the show? Or is this, or is this new for you? Oh, no, been listening uh, for probably two or three years. That's yeah. amazing. Dave, just please be safe. Thank you so very much for calling the show, and your voice is heard loud and clear. Thank you, David, and stay safe, okay? Thanks, Greg. Take care. You too. Folks, the largest contributor to the Canadian revenue coffers is Alberta. And we disrespect this province so much and we judge the way that they produce the largest amount of money that all of us get to enjoy. Yes, we all want to live in a cleaner planet. I get it. I get it. I'm with you on that. But you cannot tax your way into a greener planet. That's absurd. I want to know what's on your mind. You're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. This is the three hours of grievances here on Saturday morning. If you have something on your mind, call me, 289-275-9600. 289-275-9600. I want to know what's on your mind. On the other side of the hour, I want to cue this up right now. I want to know what you think about the fact that on March the 21st, COVID is officially over. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> 289-275-9600. Folks, the show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople, and this is your show for you. I want to listen to what's on your mind. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. I'm nice with the flow. Just like the demeanor. My fam. I'm feeding the meter. Uh, they got the iron while I got the steamer. I bring the fire, but you never seen her. I testify, I don't need a subpoena. They want my soul better go to Korea. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Gotta protect them. I made the call up with just my name is Sean Avery. I love getting under people's skin, but not as much as this guy. You're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. It is time for Greg Carrasco. Show. Get this party on the road. How fast can this right go? Whoa, yeah. Celebrity guests from the East Coast to the West. Who knows who he has next? At Greg Carrasco, trending Twitter like a bomb. Tens of thousands on his lawn. He's even followed by your mom. What? Broadcasting live. Here is your warning. The topics are flowing every Saturday morning. Car talk like Sherlock. The guy knows wheels like a Dow stock. Movie talk on a boardwalk. Shoot facts like a tomahawk. So entertaining. Turn up the station. There's no more waiting. The show is beginning. It's too late to escape. Let's go. Here's your host, Greg Carrasco. We're back. 
You're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. We are Canada's largest automotive radio show, and this is three hours of straight grievances. You know, people criticize me on social media often that I'm angry all the time. Uh, I think I use the principle civis pacem parabellum, you know, to, to secure peace is to prepare for war. So if people think that I'm angry all the time, just leave me alone. <laughs> Don't talk to me. I'm not angry. I'm a nice person. Actually, no, no, sorry, I'll take that back. I'm not that nice. I'm, I try to be a good person, but I'm not that nice. I don't have a lot of friends. I keep to myself most of the time. I stick to my hobbies. Jiu-jitsu. The love of my life. Guns. The other love of my life. Reading. The third love of my life painting the fourth love of my life and motorcycles yes is the time yet is my baby gonna come out soon i see her every day in the back shop at infinity there i have a harley that's not a harley but it is a harley and i love that thing Last week, we had a day, it was like 20 degrees, and I saw these guys riding the motorcycles, and I thought, actually, it was last Sunday. My son and I were walking downtown Oakville, and it's like, ah, all these people riding motorcycles. I need to put a new back tire. It's a 300 size. That's how wide the back end of my motorcycle is. I like wide back ends. It looks good. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. I want to know what's bothering you today. Your neighbor, your wife, your husband. Somebody cut you off on the 403 or the QEW or the 404. I want to know. Are you upset about the gas prices? Are you upset about the fact that on March 21st, COVID is finished? COVID? COVID-19? Delta, Omicron, all the variants got together around the table and said, guys or girls, it's time. We're tired. We need to take a sabbatical. We're just going to go away. And it's gone. And all the casualties of the virus, rightful so, rightfully so or not, are left there wondering what happened. What about all those people that got fired because they didn't want to get vaccinated or wear a mask? And now the vaccine no longer matters and the mask is no longer needed. I say those people should sue the pants out of anybody that took such a hard and not understandable stand. But what do I know? What do I know? I want to talk to Chris. Chris wants to talk about the energy independence. Chris, you're talking to Greg Carrasco. How can I make your life better this morning? Hey, Greg. It was a great day when you came back to the radio. You made a lot of it. I've been telling everybody I know that listen to you. You're a man of common sense. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. And people like you is what make all this so possible. Guess, so the big thing I I think of is is... I read a lot about energy. It's kind of a bit of a pastime of mine. And what, what's amazing to me is this, the spin that the government puts on 
on everything as far as, um, you know, that they're not the reason for the high energy prices. You know, that inflation is um, Putin's fault and, you know, it's the oil company's fault. And all of this was created by the government. The lack of supply, the lack of investment in the oil industry, the bank, did you realize, I don't think anybody realizes that the big banks aren't lending to oil companies anymore to drill new wells. Did, did you know that? Well, look at it this way. I mean, I, I was I was reading something last week that talks about the fact that Canada does not have banking institutions, that they're just arms of the of the government itself with different names to lend money that actually belongs to the government. So I, I have heard that they're not lending money, but I didn't know the validity of the claim. Is that a fact? That is a fact, because I read the prospectus of these oil companies and the, you know, the one thing they're doing now is they're not increasing production because they're trying to get all their debts paid down so they don't have to. And they're saying it right in their reports. That's so crazy. the other thing that's really curious is you hear about Biden spouting off um, where he's going to go get all his oil now. He's going to Venezuela, Iran, Saudi Arabia. He's begging them to produce more oil. And I just read an article this morning. China is going to increase production because they want to be energy independent. And they said it's an energy, it's a reality that we need coal. So here we are being told that we're dirty polluters and we're just going to make our energy so expensive here and our manufacturing is going to leave. And guess who's going to do all the manufacturing? We're going to be a friggin' wasteland here. We are. And, and this is something that somehow all the, the, the woke environmentalist mob doesn't understand because <laughs> it's been so good to live in Canada for so long that we don't understand a very basic principle. You cannot tax your way into a cleaner environment. You need to achieve that through technology. Yeah. Technology is expensive. We need to finance it. And how do you finance it? By using your own natural resources in an adequate form. But you see... Alberta has been vilified, criticized, ostracized, and marginalized for far too long. And Canadians, by and large, need to stand for the people of Alberta and for the oil industry in Alberta that finances most of our social programs. Would you agree with that statement? It's 100% true. And people, like, people you hear constantly on the radio, well, I'm going to go get an electric car. I'm going to go electric. Well, number one is, you know, that's the liberal way, right? As long as the mines and the child labor and the environmental disaster of open pit mining to get lithium and cobalt to make all these bloody batteries, and we don't, and maybe we will in 10 years, 15 years, have the ability to recycle the batteries. And, and that's great. Let it progress. Why are we not talking? Why is Trudeau so hell bent on having all electric vehicles? Why not a hybrid vehicle for now or pu push that where you get? you know, five liters per hundred kilometers for until we get the system, the grid, like we don't have enough, enough grid to supply the energy for all the cars. And people, Chris, one other thing people got to realize. It's simple. It's simple. It's not politically correct. The country is being run by polls. Chris, thank you so much, dude, yeah. for listening to the yeah, Carrasco thank show. Thank you so much. And please stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for the phone call. Folks, this is a, this is your show. And I've said it so many times during the show this morning because we spent every other week, we spent three hours talking about what's in your mind. Call me. Do you have something in your mind? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree with me? Do you want to fight with me? No problem. Let's do it. 289-275-9600. I want to send a shout out to one of the most remarkable men that I've ever met in my entire life. He's also one of my best friends. He hired me in the car industry and he's an avid listener 
of the show. A big shout out to Gary Bowman. He's up in Brampton. Brampton. <laughs> He's up in Brampton looking after his grandson, Jake. Jake, your grandpa is a rock star. Your grandpa made this person on the radio possible. I love your grandpa. Gary, I love you. Jake, you are lucky to have him as your granddad. But anyways, we have Cole on the line. Cole wants to talk about the rise in gas prices. Cole, you're talking to Carrasco. How can I make your life better this morning? Where's Cole? Hello. Yeah, hey, Cole. The, you know, you have the microphone, man. Talk to me. What's on your mind? Hello. Yes, Cole. Can you hear us? Hello. I don't think you can hear us. Okay. Hello? Yeah, hang up on Cole. There are so many hellos here. Uh, let's go to Rocco. Rocco wants to talk about the government and taxes. Rocco, are you there? How are you, Yes, man? I'm here. How are you? Okay. So talk you to me. You can hear me okay? I can hear you okay. What's on your mind? Okay, I wanted to bring out a point. I mean, there's so many points to bring out about the Trudeauism going on and all the different all the different inequalities and things like that. Well, I just wanted to bring out something really quick. When I look at my neighborhood, I see it's, it's basically a liberal wasteland here. I mean, I could vote conservative all I want. And if I told people in my neighborhood that that's what I was doing, they'd look at me like I had, you know, three heads or something. But, but then I look at my neighborhood and like, who are the people that live in my neighborhood? A lot of the people that live in my neighborhood, they work for the government or they work for an industry related to government. Or they don't even vote. Like 50% probably don't even vote. So the, the liberals, what they're doing is, it, it seems like we're getting everybody into a government-related industry or the government itself. So when it comes time to vote, they don't even care what the issues are because that's who they're relying on. They're relying on the government, which is so sad. Everybody working for the government. It's almost a third world country when everyone's working for the government. So they just vote liberal. They don't, they don't even care. Like in Toronto, they voted for that guy that had charges put up against them or whatever. They didn't care. They just voted liberal. You know, he, he had charges withdrawn. But anyways, so it's, it's kind of like we're, we're, we're backed into a corner here in some areas in, in the GTA where people, people vote liberal just to preserve their job. And, uh, you know, it's so sad. I don't know if you could comment on that. I disagree with you on this. And, and this is what I'm saying is that in order for us to be able to change what is happening right now, the right needs to unite. You know, every single common well, man in Canada, because, you know, you cannot be a common man and be okay with this. If you are not in an urban center, and this is the problem because the liberal stronghold is all in, in all the cities, in the urban center where people have nothing better to do. And uh, <laughs> the, uh, you know, the truckers, the farmers, the miners, you know, the, the, the police officers, believe it or not, you know, nurses, all the common men cannot be okay with what's happening right now because they are the ones that confirm the middle class. And what we've seen this time around is something that I have never seen in all the 30 years that I've 32 years that I've been in Canada right now. And uh, I, I refuse to accept it. I, yes. If you compared Canada yeah. right now to a third world country, of course, we're going to look better. You know, I was going to say something that was going to get me in trouble on air, but you know, common sense always takes <laughs> over at some point, at some point, but you know, it's, it's fascinating to see 
how easily we are just taking it and we are not yeah. questioning. Bring, yeah, go ahead. Can I bring up just one other point with Trudeau? You didn't mention it with the truckers. Yeah. I mean, there are world leaders going over to talk to Putin before, even before the, before the invasion started in Ukraine. <clears throat> Macron went over to talk to Putin. The German leader went over to talk to Putin. The biggest bully, the, 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 he's probably the largest war criminal in our, in our time right now. But Trudeau, our prime minister, couldn't walk across the street and have a conversation with the damn trucker. He couldn't find out what was going on in Canada. It makes me so sick to see him on the outskirts of Poland, across the border from Ukraine, talking, oh, here we are, NATO, blah, blah, blah. But, ah, I can't even listen to what he's saying. Listen, you know, when we, when we are virtue signaling, we, when we have a prime minister that all he cares about is the next photo op, and uh, he is contributing hundreds of millions of dollars to outside of countries to other people and he cannot even bring fresh water to our indigenous communities here up north That's then right. i have a problem because like i said to you before oh, yeah. charity begins at home if you are not self-sufficient if you don't believe in borders if you don't believe in at some point you need to have some national pride man come on and i'm not talking about crazy That's nationalism right. i'm talking about just national pride you know, are we proud to be Canadians? Are we proud to be self-sufficient? Are we proud of our workers, of our industry, of our resources? But you see, you cannot have an apologetic of the world just leading the country because all we do is now just put Band-Aid solutions to everything. You know when he lost me? When he announced the 50-50% cabinet when he first came into office. Do you remember that, uh, Rocco? When he was, yeah, you know, yeah. taking a lot of pride and boasting about the fact that for the first time in Canadian history, we had a 50 percent cabinet. And I thought, oh, my God, for the first <laughs> time in Canadian history, competence is not the great equalizer. What if there are more women that yeah. were qualified? What if we had more women qualified to do and hold those positions? No, 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 no. Sorry, we need to do it 50-50. <laughs> you know, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't he, matter. What's that? He put, himself, he, put him, he put himself out as the feminist prime minister, but then there was Jody Wilson-Raybould, uh, Jane Philpott. There's, a, there's an MP from Ajax. She's written a book about Trudeau. She, you know, all these women in his own party have gone against him, but yet the dunces in my neighborhood still vote for Trudeau. They don't care. Wow. They just want to protect their government job and their government interests. That, that's the thing that gets me. He's cute, we can have, like Putin, <laughs> has just, Putin has just shown us that energy is power. We, have, we are an energy superpower, but we're led by a buffoon. I mean, ah. You know, Maybe Rocco, I should hang up right now. yeah, probably because we're both gonna get in trouble. Rocco, we love you. Thank you for calling the show, folks. And if you disagree with us, call us. I mean, we don't have the monopoly on truth. 289 275 9600 is the phone number. I want to know what's on your mind. You know, I think that we have Cole uh, calling us back. Cole, are you there? Uh, you are joining the Carrasco show. What's on your mind? Oh, hi, Cole. Hello, yes, Cole, you are on. Talk to me. Yeah, hi. 
Hi, Greg. Um, I'm uh, tuned in and uh, just wanted to share something. Please do. Uh, I'm happy to hear somebody with an accent uh, talking on a normal station, not some, some cultural channel. You know, that is something different. And I uh, like your questions. You are like asking something, uh, you know, like serious and real. Uh, this is our life, so to say, what we are dealing, what kind of world we live in. And uh, I consider myself a not a normal person because, uh, you know, my life has not been uh, easy, just like yours. I remember from your first show, mm -hmm. uh, you were telling how all that. Anyway, I'd like to ask, uh, not ask, but uh, maybe um, comment something on your question, whose fault it is. And, uh, um, you know, I don't know if uh, you would appreciate something connected to some religious um, uh, figure in the past, but maybe there's some kind of uh, clarity will come to, you know, like you you said that you don't mind to talk about God or some uh, different subjects which are not maybe politically correct. You know, but, I, uh, I am free in, and I think that I am well read enough to talk about anything. It doesn't mean that I know what I'm talking about. It doesn't mean that I'm right, but I am, I am, right. I, I find myself in a position in which I can talk about whatever you want. So go ahead, do it. Right. Hit me with it. Mm -hmm. Well, um, uh, you asked uh, this question, whose fault is this? Why uh, gas uh, prices going up and all that? Uh, why we have problems in this world? Uh, the same question, right? Like why the world the, the way it is? Uh, whose fault is it, so to say, right? Well, uh, I'm a student of uh, different religions as well as I, uh, I'm a student of the Bible. There was a little thing um, when uh, Jesus, for example, uh, was there and there was a, a blind man, young blind man, and uh, he, the people asked, uh, whose fault is this uh, that this man was born blind? Is this his uh, parents' fault or is his fault something he, uh, like personally responsible or some? Basically, it was the same question. Right? Mm -hmm. Whose fault is this or why things are the way in the world? And uh, what I like to say that um, uh, the same Jesus said uh, that uh, when he was on the cross, he said, forgive them for they don't know what they do. Mm -hmm. So the thing is like this. Yes, what I want to say, you understand me? Do of course, I, of course. Am I, yes, yes. So what happens that uh, in this world, um, it's very interesting uh, statement. Forgive them for they don't know what they do. Uh, I don't know if people knew what they were doing. Like if we knew exactly what we were doing, we would be doing the right thing. You know, like this world would be healthy and uh, in good condition. We would be like if we people knew what we were doing, we would do always the right thing because uh, that's what uh, is the right thing to do. You know, okay. not to be corrupt, not to lie, not to steal, not to kill. This is not the uh, right things. That's why uh, people don't know what they're doing. But the thing is like this. Um, uh, like, okay, maybe I could tell you something. I uh, my, Some people call me a bike man. I, it's, I'd like to share this little concept if you don't mind. Uh, to me, bikemen, uh, there's a, what they call stories like this, like the front wheel stands for the future, right? Mm -hmm. Something cycling ahead. It, it could be a moment, it could be like a day, a year, generation. Yeah, I understand, what, I understand what you're saying. But what I, what I need to yeah, know, Cole, is that, hold on a second. What I need to know is that what is the, what is the, the overarching point that you're trying to make? Because I understand what you're saying, uh -huh. but what are you getting right. at? Uh, what I like to say that uh, I don't think uh, people uh, understand, uh, like as I say, do we, uh, is there life after death or not? Like, is there some 
responsibility. Like whatever we do right now uh, does have consequence, so to say. What kind of world are we creating by uh, just simply by our beliefs? Like what we believe. You know, I I think what uh, like in my life I had to ask a lot of questions because I was one day uh, like in the past hopeless person and I was lost and I wanted I was not in a good world. It's just my life uh, went that way you know i'm from soviet union originally so just yeah. what i want to say that i was uh, an immigrant i had a hard time uh, you know anyway so what i want to say that uh, there was a time when i asked myself like um, is there life after that because in this world i was not happy i was not like uh, feeling good and it was i needed to know there's life after this so i spent a lot of time trying to figure out is there life after this or is so what, what conclusion or what conclusion did you come up with that is there life after what death? i came to the yes. conclusion that unless unless we believe uh, like if everyone believed in uh, life after death we would be making different decisions i don't likely, you see you know, in, in, did you, people, hold on a second call do you think that we would be making better decisions or worse decisions we if, would definitely make better decisions okay hold on, hold on we a would be making call You see, I have to disagree with you. And I'll tell you why I'll disagree with you. Because so long as you think that you have another chance coming down the line, you will never be able to make this a better place. Because everybody that thinks that, they think that, oh, you know what, if I fix things, uh, maybe in my next life, I'm going to have a better life. But no. You see, I anybody that tells you that there is a life after death is lying to you because they don't know. You see, I believe that we go to the same place that we were before we were born. <laughs> so if you if, if somebody tells you that there is life after death, unequivocally, they are lying to you. They don't know. When when a pastor, when a preacher, when 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 an imam, they're telling you that there is something after death, it's something that they have, it's a conjecture, it's something that is a belief. There are no basis of reality for anyone to tell you that this is an actual fact. That's faith. And I'm okay with that. Because if if that gives somebody hope, I'm good with you believing whatever you want. Now, you may say, how can you say that, Greg? Well, I can tell you how. I I grew up in a Pentecostal, an apostolic Pentecostal church. My mom, after I met her, she was a minister in a Pentecostal church. We were evangelical. And I'm talking, this is hardcore Pentecostal evangelical family in which they used to speak in tongues. They used to interpret dreams. So that's where I came from. We were going to church four times a week and twice on Sunday, and that's not an exaggeration. But you see, the problem is this, Cole, and and, and this is something that I've always had a problem with because it never really made sense to me. You know, whenever somebody says, you know, let's pray for someone, It's the the sentence that you need to say to make yourself feel better by doing nothing because praying does nothing. You know, you cannot send a truck full of players, prayers to the Ukraine right now because it doesn't matter what you say, whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyways. But cool. Look, I, I appreciate what you're saying to me. And I coming from a, from a communist country that you came from, I came from a fascist country. You know, communism by itself is a secular system. So they don't believe in God. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if God exists. I, you know, until I see some evidence, I like to think the same way. But until we understand that this is our chance, that this is the only place that we are ever going to be and that life is beautiful and finite, that it will end.
and we need to make the best for us and the world around us. We will always be stuck with the same thing or, you know, maybe somewhere in the next life. And I, I, I cannot get behind that idea, Cole. I cannot do it. But Cole, thank you so much for calling the Carrasco Show. I really appreciate your accent. And I appreciate the fact that you find the refuge here on Saturday morning. Folks, we need to take a short break. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. And we are the home of the no commission salespeople. Call me. If you disagree with me, I am open for this. 289-275-9600. This is the Greg Carrasco Show, the last free place to have a conversation across the province of Ontario, perhaps Canada. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. This is Haley Wickenheiser, and you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. Hey, hey, what's up, Toronto? When the boogeyman goes to sleep, he checks under his bed for me. Ken Shamrock here, and you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. Hello, Toronto. Rattling off her tail never begins it, but never but once engaged, never surrender. Classic song, Metallica, Don't Tread on Me. Or like James Hetfield said, Don't Tread on Me. <laughs> Don't Tread on Me. Folks, if you're just tuning in, you are one of the lucky ones. You have a free-for-all. You have a radio station that is encouraging free dialogue open dialogue about anything you want to talk religion let's do it you know cool just challenge me and i love talking about that i have read so much you know i read a lot more than people give me credit to and just because i have an accent uh, people often make assumptions about me you, you got to remember that if, when you criticize my accent or you or i make a mistake on a word you are making uh, a criticism on my second language <laughs> just a, a reminder <laughs> uh the uh, I uh, we were forced to read the Bible, and I've read it a bunch of times. I would say three in total. I have read the Torah, I have read the Quran, uh, and uh, you know a lot of my as I've gotten older, a lot of my readings have steered me a little bit, you know, mostly away from the Abrahamic religions. And if I had to classify myself as anything, I would probably say that I do my very best to practice secular Buddhism. I think that Buddhism as a philosophy is something that everybody should study at some point in our lives. And, um, you know, the understanding of secular Buddhism uh, may give a lot of people some interesting viewpoints in what's happening in life and how to deal with the problems. Um, 
you know, if you if you want a point of start, you know, a point of reference, um, I would recommend a book. Um, it's Herman Hesse's Siddhartha. If you haven't read it yet, you probably should pick it up. I, I will repeat uh, the the book recommendation for the week is Herman Hesse's Siddhartha. If you want to learn about secular Buddhism or by Buddhism in general, uh, it's not a bad place to start. And uh, the second book uh, that I would recommend this week is probably Why is Buddhism True? That's the name of the book. I can't remember the name of the author right now. It escapes me. And I'm pretty good at that stuff. But I, you know, this week just escapes me. Um, that's the second book that I would recommend. Uh, the lines are open. Um, 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600. Now, just because those are the book recommendations of the week, that doesn't mean that those are the books that I'm actually reading. Um, you know, for, for a very, very long time, I have been a fan of uh, Charles Bukowski. I don't know if you uh, if that rings a bell with any one of you guys. Um, and uh, Bukowski, for some reason, um, it just speaks to me. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read anything uh, that has to do with Bukowski, but uh, uh, it I, I have loved the the raw, nonchalant nature of his work, and uh, is a is a fascinating. Uh, it's a fascinating writer. I, I love everything that he's, he puts out. I know that he didn't have a particularly good reputation when he came to um, uh, when he came to his own uh, life and the way that he lived his life. But uh, uh, I started to read um, Rye on Ham. And uh, this morning, it was so, so intense that I had to stop the book for a little bit. His uh, raw reality kind of rang a bell in a way that I haven't felt coming out of a, a literary, um, you know, creation for a long time. And uh, I had to just detach myself from the book uh, simply because I, I, I couldn't handle it. It was, uh, it was interesting. If you, if you haven't read Bukowski, uh, I recommend to start with his poetry. His poetry is crude. It's also wonderful. So if you uh, if if you're looking for something to read and uh, you happen to have some time, which a lot of my listeners do, um, many of my listeners are retirees and seniors, and you know I, I think that they are encouraging their kids and grandkids to listen to the show, which is wonderful. Um, we I try to recommend books every week. Uh, I try to read a book a week. Sometimes it's hard because I have a lot of things on the go, um, and uh, you know I, I've been enjoying this book quite a bit over the last few days. So if you if you have something to say about it, I would love to hear if you read it. Um, if you have something to call me about, two eight nine two seven five ninety six hundred is the phone number, and the lines are open. We will talk. I um, I think that we have another phone call here. Justin, you are talking to. Greg Carrasco here. How can I make your life better this morning? What's going on, Greg? How are you? I'm very well, thank you, man. I thank you for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. Talk to me. What's on your mind? Well, I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit and uh, get some suggestions on what I should do. I was a unionized employee uh, with the city. I lost my job uh, over the vaccine mandates. Mm -hmm. um, I was refused EI. Um, I provided a doctor's note. They refused that as well. They trumped my doctor with their doctor. 
and advised me that I had no choice because I was no longer acutely infectious. Um, I had provided them, like I said, with a doctor's note, and they basically just fired me. Um, I keep getting the runaround from my union, um, and I just wanted to know, like, how do they still, or what do you, what do you think is the reason why they still assume they have a leg to stand on? I, think I don't know that, if I have to hang up and then I can. You know, you can, uh, yeah, you, you can hang so, up and I'll answer this question. But th Justin, you know, I, I feel for you, brother. Uh, and uh, I'm going to try to give you my best opinion on this, okay? So, you know, you can hang up right now okay. and, T and TJ, don't go anywhere. Uh, you know, Justin, all I can say to you is this. Uh, you know, we, uh, we live in a society that likes to boast about the rights and not the responsibilities. And that goes both ways for the employer and the employee. So as an employee, if you have, if you, if you know that you have been wrong, I think that you need to exercise every single leg that you can stand on in the force of the law to go after the people that wronged you. Because the, that's, it was not a good way to conduct themselves with their employees. And a lot of people were wrong. And this is the part that I don't understand. And I'm, uh, you know, a very good friend of mine, uh, Leo Sanfuro, is the owner of the largest employment firm in the country. And he's a personal friend of mine. He's a good friend of mine. I'm going to try to get him here on the show within the next couple of weeks to talk to you about what you can do if you were fired under the last two years. Because I think that you should sue. Yes, you're not going to like it if you're an employer. You should sue if you got fired because you made a personal medical decision. You should sue. I would. I would. Absolutely, I would. So I will have uh, an employment lawyer coming on the show within the next couple of weeks to give some advice to all those people that were uh, vilified and ostracized by the government and by not so understanding employers. And I, I think that a lot of lines were crossed and we show people how we truly felt about our fellow man. Um, Justin, I'm, I feel sorry, man, but, but thank you so much for the phone call. Um, folks, if you want to, if you want to say something or, or disagree with me, <laughs> which most of you will, uh, I don't know, you can call me 289-275-9600. It's the phone number 289-275-9600. And with us right now, we have TJ, TJ, we don't know what he's going to talk about, but TJ, thank you for calling the show. How can I make your life better this morning? Hello? TJ, you are on air. The floor is yours. Talk to me. What's on your mind? Hi, Greg. Just quick, uh, I've been following you since you first started. Uh, you've become a staple of Toronto lore now. I remember your commercials when you first started. I think I met you once. I was looking for a car. And just seeing your commercials and watching you grow, you're like, uh, I forget that jewelry guy. You're, you're, I, I'm just, I'm shocked. I, I'm shocked that I wanted to call in after listening to you for those few minutes about the religion. Similarly, um, I grew up Christian, uh, Hindu, and Muslim. So I've, I have uncles and all that that are in it. And I, you pretty much hit it on the head. I started following Buddhism like that. Mm -hmm. um, so my point, my, my question to you, um, pretty much read all the same. Uh, I love it. I try to practice that. I don't see Buddhism as a religion. It's more of a philosophy lifestyle. I guess, yeah, it's a sense. lifestyle yeah, for philosophy. sure. For sure. Now I have the same deep embedded. I don't believe in that blind faith, you know, and I love the way you, you worded it about um, take, using that second life is an excuse to, you know, not do well. Now what I want to know from you, I don't know uh, what elders you have, but for, in, for my instance, my grandmother mm -hmm. still super hardcore, Christian. I would never go against her with that. I wouldn't bring it up with her. So dealing with your elders that are deep into it, 
how do you find the balance to, you know, not push your opinions and yet live in harmony with them? You know, that's, that, that's, a, that's a very good question, TJ. And uh, this is, you know, is, is ironic and kind of uh, paradoxical that I'm going to use this because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to use a term that comes from the Japanese that is called the wabi-sabi. Uh, Have you ever heard this? Wabi-sabi. Yeah. I've been training in martial arts for about 30 years now, and I picked up a lot of that Kaizen and all that. Yeah, you know, I agree, I, yeah, when it's broken. Is, this is this is the way that I see it. You know, I, you know, my sister and I... Really? Yeah, that's, you know, my sister and I grew up without parents in a third world country. It was awful, dude. It was awful. Right. And then we got stuck in a right. deeply religious family in which if you did anything that did embarrass the family, you would get beaten unconscious. And, uh, you right. know, in my entire family in Chile, because I left, I was 17 when I said, if I stay, I'll die. And I left on my own. So everyone is still there. They are all religious. They all go to church still four times a week. They all do the yeah, exact yeah. same thing. And you know what I've done? I just, you know, in the very basic principle of Buddhism, I just accepted them. You know, wabi-sabi. Whether I agree with it or not, whether, whether I, I think that they, there is an imperfection, whether I, I think that they, they are completely wrong, I just accept them for who they are. And I love them for what that means to them. So I don't talk about it. You know, I go there. My mom now, I reconnected with my mom. My mom always says to me, you know, I always pray to God that you are well taken care of. And Greg, you're doing so well in Canada so that I have to thank God for that. And I said, OK, what about all my work? So thank you, mom. <laughs> you just invalidated 32 years of just working my ass off to get to where, to where I am. But that's OK. I love you anyways. So, you know, accepting, accepting the imperfection, accepting the fact that something is broken as it pertains to my lens, it doesn't make it bad. Mm. It just makes it beautiful in its own essence. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. That, yeah, that's the whole beauty part. So I guess one of the concepts is no, no religion, I guess, any, any religion. Other, they never said life would be easy, just like Buddhism. Buddhism is, you know, everything's suffering. It's attachment and all that. Yep. So, uh to go with the assumption following Buddhism would make it easy or any other religion. That's, that's a false, um, what do you call it? It's uh, a false belief. assumption. Yeah. It's a, what are your tips and, yeah, what are your tips and tricks about the harmony, I guess, for lack of a better. In relation to what? Because, uh, you know, to, uh, so dealing with the elders, dealing with the elders, uh, dealing with those are, I'm shocked. I still find friends my age that are going down that path and they believe in, a religion that dictates either Quran or Bible that um, you know, dictates their life and what they should do. And I think that TJ, I mean, the, the question, how old are you? Um, holy crap, I'm 48 now. Holy <laughs> shit. You, you sound so much younger than 48, TJ. Like, I kid you not, when I, when I talked to you, I thought I, I was talking to a 25-year-old, not because of the content of what you're saying, but the sound of your voice. There mm -hmm. is a different energy behind you. So I was literally about to tell you that you, I was expecting 25, and I was going to say you are wise beyond your years. And, and that is a compliment to you. You know, what I have decided to do is this. We, we all have a different journey. You know, their journey right. has taken them to believe what they believe. And that... I need to accept and love and respect because the moment that I assume that I have the monopoly on truth is when I am convincing <laughs> and predetermining myself to suffer and I don't want to suffer anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. so listen to this. 
Desire, whether it's desire to change your friend's mind about what they believe in, desire about one in this car or this watch or this girl or this man desire is right. is the commitment that you make with yourself to suffer until you get what you want and i do not want to suffer therefore i don't want to change people's minds i want to love them and accept them for what they happen to believe you know during this pandemic tj i have seen so many yeah. people's heart just filled with with hate and, and, and they just want, right. they want to just scream out at the rooftops, I am right and you are wrong. Right. Okay. So right. And to what avail? You win. I lose. Does that make you feel better? Does that make you a better person? That, does that make you a loving person? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. You know, TJ, this is a, you know, I am, my, my heart warms up with this conversation that you and I had. If you have a pen handy, or if you want to listen to the show afterwards, 905-467-0727 is my home phone number, dude. Call me. It's like Wait, you, wait a second. Um, it's, it's, did you say that one? 905-467-0727 is my home phone number. Call me. You and I need to chat because there is a lot of synergies here, and I appreciate your journey. So, folks, you know, TJ, don't go anywhere. Um, folks, we need to take a short break because we're... <laughs> Uh, you know, this this hour has been fascinating. Uh, the show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no commission salespeople. If you have something on your mind, you still have some time to call 289-275-9600. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Lex, take us there. What's up, everybody? This is Randy Couture, and if I'm not beating people up, I'm listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. Give it a listen. Take care. Hey, Greg, Mike Robitaille here. We hear you loud and clear all the way down to Buffalo. And if you can hear my voice, you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. It always cracks me out when I see that we can't as large as on a radio show because we spend the last 20 minutes talking about Buddhism. And uh, it just fascinates me. And, you know, while, while, while this was happening, um, you know, I, I want to make, make sure that we are on air. Can you, can you hear me on the other side? We're all, we're all good. Okay. Um, while this was happening, I got, a, I got a text message from my professor, Tom Toma, from uh, Evo Jiu-Jitsu in Mississauga. You know, there are some people that walk through your life. They glide through your life and they show you a different perspective or something. You know, I have been a student of jiu-jitsu now for about five years or so. And I've been, you know, a martial artist for a very, very long time. I was like nine years old when I started to practice Shotokan. And I did that for a while. And then in Canada, I did the same when I first came here because I always fought with people. I have problems. 
And, uh, you know, you, you go to schools and, you know, through personalities or not, and then you have to change schools. And uh, I, I was I was just moving away from jiu-jitsu. And then I met Toma. And Toma is the owner of uh, Evo Jiu-Jitsu with Professor Dave. Um, and I just want to send a huge shout out to those two people. I know there was a few other professors there, uh, Adam and Aaron. I love them both. Um, you know, David and, and Ryan are also instructors there at the school. Um, Toma and David uh, from Evo Jiu-Jitsu, uh, that, right there on Ridgeway and Dundas. Um, they have completely made me fall in love with Jiu-Jitsu. Um, you know, if you if you are in that area, if you live in that area, you should probably go and check it out. I'm there all the time. So if you disagree with me, you can drop by and beat me up. I'm always there <laughs> and, and I suck at it. So I'm an easy target. <laughs> but anyways, I, I want to send a big shout out to, to Toma uh, and Dave, the two owners of, uh, of Evo Jiu Jitsu there in, uh, in Mississauga and, and Professor Dave, uh, Professor Dave has uh, I've been taking privates with him for a few months now and uh, he has redefined uh, details when it comes to jujitsu I Dave you're amazing man um, so I, I wanted to send a shout out and also to Professor Luis Costa who is a very very good friend of mine that I was rolling with at one of my buddy's house the other day and uh, he just schooled me he made me uh, feel uh, in danger every single second that I roll with him so that this Awesome when somebody humbles you that way, but thank you. Um, let me go back to TJ. TJ, I, do you realize that, you know, in, in a matter of a few minutes, you, you managed to, to give me, as a, as a broadcaster that I can effectively call myself a broadcaster, you gave me probably the best 10 minutes of radio that I've ever had in 13 years. You did that for me just now, TJ. Oh, that's amazing! It's it's. I I don't call into radio stations, and I you confuse the you're playing SOAD with System of Down, I think it was. Or uh, anyways, I'm fascinated. I thought you were just a salesman when you started hitting on that religion and your experience. It resonates with me because I'm similar. Unfortunately, I started I started Shotokan at six years old. Yeah, and I was in there with the uncles, and then. Um, I fell out, moved was from Jane and Finch to different areas, never got to stay at one school, but I stuck with Goju uh, 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 for the longest Goju, uh, for the longest time. And my sensei also trains in multiple arts, which he doesn't believe in one. So his jujitsu school, I don't know what, what, I don't know where he goes, but of course he beats us up, but there's, and we've learned. So that whole mix, Getty, there's no one silver bullet. And then same thing with religion. Same thing with any art form. And what fascinates about me about you now, I'm realizing, is that you, as a sales, for your sales expertise, must be able to connect with these people. Well, and I'm trying to figure out how do you... Um, I'm not asking for your trade secrets, but more like, how do you balance that? You balance the philosophies, the religion. I'm pretty sure there's some science in there. You know, TJ... So what are your tips... All I can tell you is this. And we're gonna connecting with people. We're going to continue this conversation off air because we, we're going to run out of time now. But uh, the, the only thing <laughs> I can tell you is that, you know, I have been underestimated my entire life. And, you know, just because I yeah. sell cars for a living and I, I, I stumble into an industry that gave me everything yeah. that I have, people just say, oh, you're just a car sales guy. And uh, But when I tell them that I hold a Canadian Army veterans card, they say, oh, thank you for your service. And I'm thinking, you know, the, the disparity, I'm the same person. It's just that we, we use uh, stereotyping to, to judge people in ways that is unfair because, you know, you think that you right. know something about me because you hear me on the radio, you may disagree with one of my, with one of my ideas, but 
you know, there is so much more to who I am and what I do and my interest than what of meets course. the ear, not meets the eye, meets the ear. But TJ, thank you so much. I have to, I have to hang out now, but uh, thank you so much for calling the show. And I expect a phone call after it. Thank you for the call. And uh, <laughs> you got a new fan, man. Thank wow. you, brother. Just, you know, subscribe to the podcast thank and you. share it, man. Share it. Um, oh, OK. Right. I'll do that. Thank you. Um, you know, folks, that was that was fascinating. And, um, you know, we if people confuse my passion with anger. I'm not an angry person. Uh, I, I have a lot of demons inside, just like everybody else. You know, I was not gifted with anything other than just self-awareness. I know how much I need to change. I know how many flaws I have. And every day is a constant struggle. But, you know, I want to share something with you that I was looking for earlier. And please forgive me because my accent comes out when I read. And I'm going to try to stay within the guidelines of the show. Jody, please forgive me. So I'm going to read something to you. This is called So You Want to Be a Writer. Here it goes. If he doesn't come out bursting out of you in spite of everything, don't do it. Unless he comes on an ask out of your heart and mind and your mouth and your gut, don't do it. If you have to sit for hours staring at your computer screen or hunched over your typewriter searching for words, don't do it. If you're doing it for money or fame, don't do it. If you're doing it because you want women in your bed, don't do it. If you have to sit there and rewrite it again and again, don't do it. If it's hard work just thinking about doing it, don't do it. If you're trying to write like somebody else, forget about it. If you have to wait for it to roar out of you, then wait patiently. And if it never does roar out of you, do something else. If you have to read it to your wife, your girlfriend, or your boyfriend, or your parents, or to anybody at all, you are not ready. Don't be like so many writers. Don't be like so many thousands of people who call themselves writers. Don't be dull and boring and pretentious and be consumed with your self-love. The libraries of the world have yawned themselves to sleep over your kind. Don't add to that. Don't do it. But when it's truly time, and if you have been chosen, it will do it all by itself. And it will keep on doing it until you die or it dies in you. There is no other way. There never was. That is Bukowski for you people. Look him up. He'll change your mind. Folks, thank you so much for indulging me this morning. This is the Greg Carrasco Show. We are here every Saturday morning, and the show will be rerun tomorrow morning, same time, 8 to 11 a.m. You can listen to the show without commercials. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You will find me. I am here every single Saturday morning. Look me up. This is your show. We talk about what's on your mind. If you want to talk to me in person, you find me. Because I live at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity, who are the sponsors of this show, and they make this possible. They are the home of the No Commission salespeople. And folks, I hope you have an amazing, amazing weekend. I'll see you next week. And lead you to the dance floor as the music dies. It's been an honor serving with you all. Autobots, roll out!